Welcome to Rare! This week we are hitting up a classic mechanic, dice rolling. All of these games have dice in some way, shape, or form. So many games have dice and we are just rolling through some of our picks. Well enough of the details, let's roll the dice and get this episode started. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm Ricky. We're going to be talking about games that use dice today. Checking those dice. Make sure your dice aren't weighted. <laughs> yeah, no cheaty dice. They've got to be nice and fair. Yeah. Well, I heard um, somebody was 3D printing dice, and I have to wonder how... I guess, weighted the dice can become because you'd have to like, you'd have to think that part of it becomes heavier than another part of it, right? Not if they're done right, but it's hard yeah. to tell if you're doing it yourself. I did see this cool thing where somebody made sphere dice. Oh? But they were six-sided dice. But they were spheres, but they did have weights in them to help it, like, stop instead of just rolling oh, off the just, table yeah. all the time. So they were weighted, but they were done in such a way where they were still fair. Like, yeah. they still had just as equal a chance of rolling on any side. Yeah, yeah. I know. They were I just know what round. You're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. There's also, um, like, skewed dice. But they're still fair because, like, each face is still the same shape and everything. Mm hmm. But they look slightly melted, but they're still fair. Oh. Yeah, I always have to wonder how dice roll sometimes. But, anyways. Fun facts about dice. Gotta <laughs> love fun facts about dice. Speaking of dice, lots of dice games. Lots of dice games. Would you like to go first? Yeah, I can start off first. Um, so the first game I'm going to talk about is called Fuse. It is uh, one to five players, and it plays in ten minutes. Uh, exactly. Exactly ten minutes. It's designed by Kane Klinko. And it's published by Renegade Game Studios. Good old Renegade. Good old Renegade. So, I feel like I have talked about views before. I'm pretty sure I did on the single player. Maybe just mentioned it. Um, but you can play it single player. And it doesn't necessarily change the game super, super much. And what some of the things that I do like about it are that you can add a number of cards uh, based on like how hard you want it to be. So there's like training, standard, expert, um, and it goes all the way up to insane. I found that the game can be pretty easy for people to pick up. What you do is you have the bomb cards and then you 
um, have a bag of dice, and then each player starts off with two cards, and then you draw a number of die based on the number of players. So normally if you're playing with five people, you're drawing five dice, and then they have alternate rules for like single player, and then they have alternate rules for two player, and then what you're trying to do is you're rolling all those dice and then you're matching the dice to the card in front of you. So whether it's like a little bit of a math problem or it's stacking some colors, um, the cards are all pretty clear on what they want you to do and how they want you to do it. And some of the cards are harder than other cards. And then you have a timer that's counting down the entire time that you're doing it. So it makes it a little bit more intense. And that's why it is 10 minutes. There's not really any wavering on it because the game itself is 10 minutes. And they have a they have an app that you can use and you can use like a little sassy robot voice. I really, I always have to use the yeah, sassy robot voice. she's pretty sassy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there are some, some, some fuse cards that, um, if those get drawn in the river, cause as you, your goal is to get through like the deck and that's, um, the number of cards is how many cards are in the deck. Um, once you get through the deck, you don't need to like have completed all the cards, but as long as the deck is gone, then you've beaten the game. And there are some fuse cards in there that when you draw them, from the deck, they tell you to get rid of certain dice. So whether it's a blue die or the number five, like all the fives or all the blues and that sort of thing. So they're like helpful and not helpful at the same time because it's like oh, a card you could just throw away instantly, but it can ruin, you know, what somebody's working on on their card. The good news is that if you are like stacking and the card that gets pulled is like, at the bottom of your stack, if you have something on top of it, you don't have to pull it out. It's only like what's visible and on top. So that's that's pretty nice. But I've always really enjoyed Fuse. I've actually never played it single player, even though it is one of my favorite games, but I've always played it with like three or four people. I've never I've never played it single player. I think I've only played it two player. Really? I don't I've never even played a two player version of it, which is really funny cuz it's like I don't think we've ever beat it though. No? We always end up with like two cards left or something. Like there's always like a really small amount left. Like we're oh, almost there. Almost but there. Never quite get it. I know um I've beat the hardest difficulty I think with either four or five people. And we did it like two or three times just to make sure it wasn't like an oops mistake. We were also really mm -hmm. enjoying it and having a good time with it. But Dude, we can't even beat it on like the easiest level. Ah, uh, me and you. <laughs> Next time we see each other, totally break it out. We can get it. Yeah. We can get All it. Right. I, I believe in us. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, that... The, the artwork on the cards is pretty simple because um, the point of the game is you're diffusing a bomb and it is part of a storyline of a greater game, which I will talk about a little bit later, but that's Fuse. 
Woo! <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go pretty light for my first one. Um, I'll talk about zombie dice. Zombie dice. So it's two plus. Like there isn't really a limit on the number of players that can play this, and it runs about ten to twenty minutes. It's designed by Steve Jackson and published by Steve Jackson Games, who's the creator of Munchkin. So, yes, he does actually do other things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Zombie Dice is a push-your-luck kind of game with dice. So, the base game comes with um, amount of dice, and then on the dice are brains like boom shot looking things Mm -hmm. and feet and some of the dice are red some of them are yellow and some of them are green so as you would assume so green is easy yellow is medium red Mm -hmm. is hard so like green you're you have more brains on yellow i think you have more feet and then on red you have more of a chance of getting the like the shotgun yeah. Symbol. So what you're trying to do is you're a zombie and you're trying to get as many brains as possible. And the first person to get 13 brains wins. So um, what you do is you draw three dice out of the container and you roll them. If you get brains, you can store them. Uh, feet, uh, the person like got away quote-unquote and then the shotgun is you got shot and if so you go until you either decide i'm gonna keep the brains that i have and Mm -hmm. pass or if you get three shotgun shots then you're out and you lose any brains that you didn't like already save like in a previous round if that makes sense yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So, I, like, I say you that. rolled, <laughs> say you rolled like four brains on this turn, and then you got three shotguns. You lose all four of those brains. Oh. So that's where the push your look kind of yeah. comes in. Um, it does come with some expansions. There's one that comes with like a, a hunk and a hottie. Yeah. So it's like um, there are different colored dice. Uh, you take out some dice. You throw them in there. I think I think it comes with a a hunk, a hottie, and Santa Claus, but Santa Claus might be his own expansion. I don't remember. But their their dice are slightly different, and they do different things. Um, I think the hunk maybe has, like, a double shotgun, so it counts for two instead of just one. Mm-hmm. I know Santa Claus, his comes with, like, presents, almost. <laughs> like, if you roll there's like an energy drink and i think if you get the energy drink you any feet that you roll instead of them like getting away you like drink take the energy drink and you run faster you manage to catch them and they turn into brains and stuff Uh... like that and then there's the school bus expansion which is like a big chunky yellow dice and it does a bunch of different things like um I think the stop sign does the same thing as the energy drink. Like, it stops the people from getting away. <laughs> no. The stop sign might be different. I might be thinking of a different side. But, like, there's something that lets you catch, like, the slow people. Um, there's, like, skid marks where you get, like, hit by the bus. And uh. there's 
a yield sign. I think the stop sign, like, if you roll the stop sign, you have to, you have to stop, like, regardless of whatever else you mm-hmm. roll. But there's just different expansions to add a little bit of a twist to the dice, but ultimately it's just to push your luck, get the brains, and get out kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's a cute little game. Um, it doesn't come with little tokens. It's just the dice, mm-hmm. and you just have to keep track of how many brains you have, like on a piece of paper piece or something. Paper, but yeah. we actually bought little plastic brains. They're like really tiny. Oh and yeah. We use those to keep track of the brains that we keep. Oh, that's cute. That's a smart idea. <laughs> yeah. So that's a fun little quick game that you could take pretty much just about anywhere. Yeah, because doesn't it come in, like, a tube or something like that? Yeah, it's, like, a little tube. Um, You could probably also use, like, a dice bag to hold it in because Mm -hmm. the the little tube is a little loud when you try to shake it. (laughs) So if you're not trying to be, like, obnoxiously loud while you're playing the game in certain settings, you could probably just use, like, a dice bag or something instead. It's a fun, cute little game. I've always seen, like, the, the little tube, and it says, like, zombie dice, and I've always mm-hmm. been like, huh, what is that? <laughs> now I know. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I will move on and talk about Flatline. Uh, the Flatline, Flatline, Flatline. Flatline is also one to five players, but this one will run 25 to 45 minutes. Um, It is also by Kane Klinko, and it is also published by Renegade Game Studios. So, Flatline... (laughs) 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 You can't talk. Flatline... Is in the same universe as Fuse. And so Flatline is kind of like the hospital after the bombing sort of thing. So instead of defusing a bomb, you're trying to save patients. Okay. So um, the idea is sort of the same as you're playing. You're rolling the dice and kind of filling out the different like patient areas but that is what's different about the game is that instead of having cards you playing the dice on you have like a board and then what you're using with the dice is um you're deciding like what areas to work on and you draw cards that determine what areas need to be worked on um at that particular time and there's, there's a lot more to the game. So if you really liked the mechanic of Fuse, I highly recommend Flatline because it ups the difficulty by like 10 score. But I thoroughly enjoyed it because there was a lot of different things going on. There was a lot more of the cooperation and like talking with each other and figuring out where the dice needed to be played. So if you if you have played Fuse and you really liked Fuse, I do highly recommend Flatline. Um, it is a bigger box because it actually has a board that you actually have to put together. So it does require more table space. 
But if you're looking for a beefier fuse mechanic, I highly recommend Flatline. Check it out. It's got um, like energy cubes and you have to use them appropriately to give energy to different areas of like the ER that you're in basically. And it's all kind of like kind of futury. You're in space and like I've always loved the like stylized version of it. But so, uh, Highly recommend Flatline, the kind of sequel to Fuse. I think I think it comes with extra cards for Fuse, too. I could be wrong. Um, Sometimes games do do that. Yeah, yeah. Because it is, like, the sequel to Fuse. And you can definitely get that from it because it takes Fuse and it cranks it up to 11. <laughs> Just what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's if if you don't like the like speediness of Fuse, like the time limit on it, then Flatline is not going to be your thing because it seriously takes everything from Fuse and cranks it up. So including like the the time crunch on it, there's definitely just a lot more going on to it than just putting dice on a card. There's like multiple things going on. So, but I recommend checking it out if you did really like Fuse. So, uh, that's Flatline. Flatline. Beep that's what beep. I'm going to be doing when I play it. <laughs> Just going to die. Don't die. <laughs> Don't Flatline. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, my next game is kind of a play on Yahtzee. Yahtzee? Yahtzee. If you like Yahtzee, but maybe it's a little boring on the theme because there's really no theme to Yahtzee. Unless you get a themed Yahtzee, but it's still not really a theme. (laughs) So this is called Fantasy, but it's spelled like with Yahtzee at the end. So it's F-A-N-T-A-H-Z-E-E. So Fantasy... (laughs) Hordes and Heroes. Uh, It's two to five players. It runs about 30 to 40 minutes. It's designed by Ryan Miller and is published by uh, AEG. So what you do in fantasy is there's a little town and there's monsters trying to attack the town. No. No. And you gotta try to save the town with heroes. Yeah. So, uh, how you set up the game is there's level one monsters, level two monsters, and a boss monster. Mm-hmm. And they go into different stacks. And there's you set up like the village, and then you set up the stacks behind the village. And the stack closest to the village is um, the like, the monsters that are, like, actively trying to attack the village. Mm-hmm. So, um, on your turn, you're going to have the chance to, like, recruit heroes, because you'll have, like, a hand of cards that has heroes in it, and mm-hmm. then you can um, recruit up to two heroes. Uh, you can only have five heroes at a time, 
So if you don't want a hero anymore, you have to discard them to be able to play a new hero. And then um, on your turn, after recruiting heroes, um, there's some cards that are like uh, effect cards instead of like actual heroes. So maybe they'll give like a boost to you or maybe they'll move some stacks around and everything, which could be beneficial because maybe there's a stack with a like an easier foe on top and you maybe want to move him to like the front of the line so he's easier to defeat because you always want to defeat the monster closest to the village because if you don't then they'll destroy part of the village and you take that card and there's it's negative points at the end of the game because they're like destroying the village (laughs) so like manipulating the decks is actually kind of a good thing for you Mm -hmm. and then um the gist of the game is um if like the village gets completely destroyed then you lose but um after to be defeating like the third boss monster the game ends and then whoever has the most points wins so um but where the the dice come in and the where like Yahtzee comes in is on your turn you roll the dice and you get like two rerolls similar to Yahtzee Mm -hmm. but the heroes have numbers on them and you have to to be able to activate the heroes, you have to get those sets of dice. So it's usually um, like three of a kind, or a large stray, or a small stray, mm-hmm. or a Yahtzee, or some type of mm-hmm. like number combination like you would find in Yahtzee to be able to get them to act and to go off and fight the monsters. Okay. So it's somewhat strategy with some of the cards and manipulating the decks, but it's also a lot of luck because you're rolling the dice (laughs) and trying to get certain number combinations, which I do think some of the effect cards do help you, like, manipulate the dice a little bit, and then there's some monsters, or, like, some heroes, it's like, well, if you roll this, then this, it counts as, like, this, which could help you activate, like, another heroes so they can kind of play off of each other a little mm-hmm. bit so you can mm-hmm. activate more heroes on a turn okay so it's it's pretty fun it's kind of cute it's like it's kind of co-op a little bit because you're all trying to like save the village but it's like mm-hmm. you still not get, because like, the most you're points. still trying to get more points than yeah. somebody else it's just it's it's fun i kind of liked the idea of it like taking regular Yahtzee, which is a game that, like, most people are familiar Mm -hmm, with, but mm -hmm. adding more elements to make it more of an interesting version of Yahtzee than just scoring points. (laughs) (laughs) Zazz it up. Fantasy! (laughs) Still cracks me up. (laughs) I think the name alone is what drew me to it. Like, I yeah. saw it. I'm like, what the heck is this? Is this? I saw, like, the back of it. I'm like, I'm convinced. Well, kind of speaking of Yahtzee, the next game I'm going to talk about is called Hot Shots. Hot Shots. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> it is one to four players. Uh, it's a 60-minute game time. It's designed by Justin DeWitt, and it's published by Fireside Games. So, the way Hot Shots works is that you are a firefighter, 
and um, you have your map set out and the game comes with tiles and they're double-sided tiles. On one side of the tile, it's burnt. On the other side of the tile, it has a depiction of um, some sort of like what you would see in a park sort of thing. And each of those tiles uh, have different pictures on them depicting uh, the dice. And the way the game works is that there is fire <laughs> and every turn you have to draw a fire card. And the wind can change direction, which changes how the fire moves around and you do get like little pieces of fire which um jason really liked because he's like well you guys always set fire on stuff in D, &D so i could always use more fire so and then he also really really loves hot shots it's like one of his favorite games but you're all working together to completely eradicate the fire you do lose the game if uh, so many tiles get burnt, which they get flipped over. They all have numbers associated with them, which is how many, um, if that many fires get put on that card, then it gets flipped over and becomes burnt. Um, some of the cards can't become burnt, like the lake <laughs> can't catch on fire. Big surprise there. Makes sense. Um, there's a propane tank where I think if it, does catch fire it explodes and uh it puts fire on like all the other tiles around it so super bad the game directs you on how to set up tiles they're um they're random when you play um but the formation is normally the same if you want a different formation they have a couple suggestions kind of based on uh national parks a little bit in the book so if you do want to like change up your map a little bit um, but normally the layout is different every time you play it each player gets a special character that has special abilities um, if your player token is on a tile when it catches fire and like burns completely uh, you lose your character special abilities but you're still playing but you just don't have your special abilities anymore and the way it's like Yahtzee is that when you're on a tile and trying to like put out the fire or to do something on that tile because um, you can set fire breaks, which means the fire won't spread to that tile or it won't spread from that tile depending on where you put the fire break. Um, but otherwise you're rolling dice to match the tile that you're on. And you can have, if other players are there, they can help you roll dice. You can use your special abilities to set certain dice. And normally the dice associated with the tiles is kind of tied in a little bit with what the tile has to do. Because the dice aren't like numbered dice. They have pictures on them. It's got like uh, a hose, a rake, uh, a fire axe, that sort of stuff. It's all firemen related stuff. But the game is it's really fun. It's really tense. I've probably lost it an equal amount of time so that I've won it. So I would say it's pretty decently balanced or I'm just really bad at the game. <laughs> um, Jason's actually gotten to play this game with 
firefighters and they really enjoyed the mechanic of the game. They said it was like pretty kind of like realistic to like a wildfire situation and they really enjoyed the like cooperativeness of it. So I would say it's probably a pretty good uh, kind of like team building kind of exercise game or if you're looking for like a synergy with people it's a good game to to do that with but it, it's firefighter approved <laughs> <laughs> firefighter played and firefighter approved um and yeah there's there's like all kinds of stuff that can happen or go wrong and i i highly recommend it it's one of our favorite games it's also a game that i will say that we've not played it two player and i've not played it single player so <laughs> but it's i i recommend it a lot i'm gonna say because like fireside games they're i think a relatively small publishing house but they have some pretty good games that have come out of there so recommend checking them out but yeah that's hot shots hot shots <laughs> we always say fight the fire <laughs> play the game <laughs> yeah put it out <laughs> my next game is dice throne Ooh. and it's throne as in like a throne that a king sits on so T H R O N E. Dice Throne. The Rune. I think this is another game that I've seen, but I had no idea what it was. Oh, <laughs> this game is so good. So it's two to six players. It runs 20 to 40 minutes. It's designed by Nate Chatelier. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay. Or it could be like. I don't know, it's a CH at the beginning, so it could be like a CH, or it could be like a K, or a, you know, all the CH sounds. <laughs> um, and Manny Trimbley, and it's published by Rawstone and Roxley. So, Dice Throne is a very interesting game. It also plays kind of on the Yahtzee mechanic. So typically when you buy the game, it will be like in pairs of like different, like two people like pitted against each other. Mm -hmm. We managed to get like the Kickstarter and I think you can still buy them this way. Um, but we got them like by seasons so season one has like 10 characters, season two has 10 characters. So instead uh, of having to buy them okay. per like pair, yeah. we have like full sets. They range from difficulty one to six. So we haven't exactly decided on like how the difficulty is determined, but we think it's kind of like from what I've noticed, it's kind of on how easy they are to play and how easy their abilities are to get. So each player will choose a character to play. Um, there's like a barbarian, a pyromancer, a shadow thief. Mm. Um, 
gunslinger, artificer, vampire, cursed pirate, samurai. There's like a, a very big variety yeah. of the different characters that you can play. Um, so what you do is there's also different versions. So there, uh, Dice Throne originally came out. And that's where, like, the packs and stuff came in of, like, the two players. I still think they do that, but then they came out with Dice Throne Season 1, like, re-rolled. And they kind of, like, redid some of the stuff to be, like, nicer and more, like, upgraded oh, and a little fancier. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, then the one that we have, so if you get, like, an older version, it might be a little different. Um, you get a character pack and... In the side of the pack is a character board, uh, a deck of cards, and dice. So the character board opens up and it has uh, little pictures of like card sections and then like abilities. And what your deck consists of is uh, cards that can manipulate your dice. There's card, there's upgrade cards, so you can upgrade your abilities that are on your board, and they're like power cards that like help boost you a little bit as far mm. as like your abilities so your abilities is where the yahtzee mechanic comes in because on your turn like in fantasy you roll and then you have two re-rolls um some of your cards can let you re-roll more times mm -hmm. but um your abilities on what you can use it depends on like what you roll so um there's like a typically most of them have like a very generic um, abilities where mm -hmm. you get if you get three of like a one or two, four of a one or two, or five of a one or two, you're gonna do so much damage depending on how many of those you get. So like like large straights has an ability, small straights have an ability. Some of them it's like a full house where you have like three of one type and two of another who can set off an ability, but each one is, is very different, and the dice are even different. Some of them, like one, two, and three, are all the same symbol, because that's it's not necessarily based off of numbers, there's mm -hmm. symbols on the dice, too. So some of them have like one, two, and three are a symbol, four and five are a symbol, and then six is a symbol. Mm -hmm. And some of them, like one and two are the same uh, three and four are the same, and five and six are the same. Mm -hmm. So there, there's even, like, different combinations of symbols depending on the character you get. And then um, there's tokens, which each character has their own set of tokens, and the tokens can either be good or bad. So typically the good tokens will go on you, and the bad tokens will go on your opponent, and they can do different things. Like, they can either help boost you on a turn, or they can help, like, do extra damage on an opponent, or... Uh, make it so they can't roll a certain number of times or they have to do something to be able to get rid of the token which could hinder them on their turn. We've mostly played it two-player mm -hmm. um, so it's been like a one-on-one -on -one, and it is based off of it's like a health point system so you're trying to get your opponent down to zero okay. before they get you down to zero um, and then there's like um like card points where you have to spend those to be able to play your cards. So it's not like you just get to play your cards, you know, willy nilly. Okay. You have to spend points to be able to play cards. Um, so it's also trying to like get your points up so you can play cards. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so we've mostly played it one-on-one. -on -one. We have played it with three-player, and at that point, it's kind of like king of the hill. Like, you're trying to knock somebody out until it gets down to, like, one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. It's still, like, the last yeah. person standing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And th the rules do balance it a little bit so you don't have people just, like, constantly targeting, like, one person. Um, the way the king of the hill works is, um... If you attack your opponent that has the higher health, like, you get, like, a special a thing that happens. Mm -hmm. So you're actually trying to, like, instead of attack constantly attacking, like, the weakest player, sometimes you really want to attack, like, your higher opponent to get them down so you can get that special extra action kind of mm -hmm. thing. So it balances it out between the three players. But it does go up to six players... And so if you have, like, f an even amount of players, then you play teams. So instead of just giving good tokens to yourself, you can also put good tokens on your, oh, teammates, your teammates so they oh, get okay. boosts and stuff, too. So you're, like, working together yeah. uh, trying to take out, like, the different people. So it, I've, I very much enjoy it. Uh, we've played this game several times, and I've still yet to, like double play any character because we're trying to play like all of the, oh. through all the characters mm -hmm. and we've yet to double up on anybody oh. um, but i i super enjoy it. it's fun learning the different characters and their abilities and like trying to get that flow of their their deck and their abilities to work in a good combination um and then if you do get a yahtzee there's like a like their ultimate ability, which Ooh. is usually like super powerful. Yeah. The bad thing is, is people can manipulate your dice too with their cards. If they got like uh... points to spend, they could play cards during your turn to <laughs> manipulate your dice to get you to not play your ultimate. <laughs> you thought you had a Yahtzee? Psych. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've done that to Mike a couple times, and he's gotten really upset with me. Um, I think out of all the times we've played it, I think we've only managed to get uh, our ultimate off. I think I've managed to do it twice out of all the times I've played. Um, but I don't always try to go for the Yahtzee, because sometimes just being able to get in those like little bits of damage mm -hmm. and like ticking them down is a good good way to go. Yeah. But it's a fun game. Uh, I like the fact that it's partially luck, but you can use the cards to manipulate your dice to kind of get what you want or need on a turn. Um, the harder ones, the easier ones, pretty much no matter what you roll, you're always going to be able to do some form of attack. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed the ones that are like difficulties of like four and up, some of, like, some dice rolls, you don't get to do anything. So if you can't get, like, a specific combination, you're not doing anything that turn. It's kind of like a wasted turn. Oh. So it's it's really learning how to manipulate your dice and getting the most out of your turn, too. So that is Dice Throne. There's also Dice Throne Adventures. Which is a more of like a dungeon crawly um, cooperative version where you take like those same characters that you're doing, you know, fighting each other with, but you can work together to fight 
like bosses and stuff, mm. which we haven't played yet, but that is also an option. But um, Dice Throne, I recommend it a lot. <laughs> Play it. Brawly dice fighting games. Brawly dice fighting. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the last game I have to talk about is a party game. <laughs> so as far as a dice game, it's kind of, it's a lot of fun. It's called You Blew It. Uh, it's three to six players, and it's a, it's a fairly short game. It's 20 minutes. Um, it's designed by Prospero Hall, and it's published by Wonderforge. So the way you blew it works is that uh, one player is a prospector. It it does go around the table. So one player is a prospector. Um, there is a deck of cards. Each player has a um, like a cursed gemstone. So like if you have the blue gemstone card, um, all the blue blue gems are worth negative points for you you don't want those colors of cards and everybody does have one and then everybody has a, a piece of dynamite that is your dice so it's like really tall really skinny and i think it's i want to say it's like an eight-sided die it's not a six-sided die um but they're really awkward to roll because like normally when you roll a die you like shake it in your hand a little bit well, because this is basically a stick that you're rolling, you can't really, like, shake it in your hand. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, um, but they're really Just fun. Just chuck it. Yeah, they're really fun to roll. But it's it's kind of like a press-your-luck game. So um, one player is the prospector, and they can draw a card from the top of the deck and add it to basically what they're mining for. Um, and then it goes around the table. Everybody can get a chance to roll their die to try and uh, beat the prospector and collect what they dug up. And the way it works is that each of the cards has like number, like a number or several numbers on them. And sometimes there are like special cards like safes or um, a reroll of your dynamite die. Because uh, if you decide to roll when it gets to you, uh, you roll your die. Um, if you don't roll a number that's on one of the cards out, you're out for the round. And then so it goes around the table. Um, you, everybody either passes or rolls. If you do roll and you get one of the numbers that's on the card, you get the haul. Um, and then it's the next player's turn to be the prospector. Uh, if it gets back to the prospector... They can decide to keep digging or to collect what's out. So the more that they dig and don't collect, the higher chance that somebody else will roll a, a number because as you start adding numbers or adding cards, the numbers start to, you know, have multiples and there now might be a one, a seven, and a three out instead of just a one and a seven sort of thing. So the game ends when you get to the bottom of the deck. Um, and then at that point, you count up uh, the cards that everybody has. It's a press your luck. The, the, the dice really crack me up. They're just big sticks of dynamite. The game comes packaged in like a stick of dynamite sort of looking thing. It's really, it's really cute looking. 
um so thematic yeah it's very 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 thematic but it's a great party game it's really easy to pick up i would say it's a really good family game uh the dice are really fun it's a big bundle of they're 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 hard to like imagine but when you see them you just you know like i would say they're probably like a couple inches long so they got some heft to them that they're 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 like the best part of the game honestly but yeah that's that's as simple as you blew it is and it's it's seriously a lot of fun you can play several games in a night if you want it's only 20 minutes long so but that's you blew it you blew it you done did (laughs) it you done did it (laughs) all right well I'm going to talk about a very highly rated, in my uh, preferences, game. And it is longer, and I think I've mentioned this before that I said I was going to talk about it, so here <laughs> I am talking about it. It's called Role Player, but it's roll as in roll the dice. Mm-hmm. But you are making role players and role oh. isn't like a character <laughs> role <laughs> so funny uh, yeah uh, so it's one to four it's 16 to 90 minutes so it oh, can yeah. run pretty long um, it's by Keith Matejka I mean that sounds right to me uh, and it's published by Thunderworks games so they're the people who created cartographers that i also love i just mm-hmm. love their games yeah. okay <laughs> just, they make great games mm-hmm. uh so in role player you are essentially creating a character and by the end of the game you should have like almost a fully functional character that you could almost mm-hmm. take into a rpg and play with them mm-hmm. um so, um, when setting up, you do get to choose your race. You could be, like, a, a, a lizard person or a cat person, a dwarf, an elf, a human, um, whatever. It does kind of matter what you pick because they will get, like, a plus one or a negative one to um, an ability. So, like, charisma, they might get a plus one, but a negative to intelligence or something like that. Kind of like in, like, D&D, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with how D&D plays. Um, uh, there is a male and female side to each one, but choosing the gender doesn't matter. Like, it's just the race that gets, the race itself that gets the plus or the minus to things, um. And then you choose, like, a background and a class and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what those do are they're kind of, like, extra goals that you want to achieve. So, like, a class will be a color. So, like, the more of that color you get, um, you'll get bonus from that. Um, your background will give you a a an ability that you can use at some point and then there's also um like alignment cards and so depending on what your alignment 
card says depends on what your alignment is for the game. And um, there'll be like a little token and throughout the game you can move your alignment like up or down, left or right. And um, it will have stars on it. And so you could get like a positive one, a negative one, or a positive three. So really at the end of the game, you're just wanting to have the most stars as possible. So you're wanting to get your your little cube on the, the plus three because that's the highest that you can yeah, get. So you're yeah, trying yeah. to like get your alignment in the right spot. You're trying to uh, match your color as much as you can. Uh, and you're trying to um, match, you know, like... Uh, one of the cards will have like red in a certain spot and a green in a certain spot and a blue in a certain spot. And you'll get bonus points for each of those that you match up with your dice. So, um, so there's six abilities and then there's three empty spots in each one. And as the rounds go, you're filling those up left to right. And, um, when you place a die and you fill it, you get an ability for that ability. So mm-hmm, it might be mm-hmm. a, a re-roll or a add one or subtract one from a die or flip your die or you can like switch two die around. And then, so you're creating your character and mm-hmm. there's a market. So there's a market phase and you can buy um, items or traits and they will give you like a boost for, you know, manipulating your dice so mm-hmm. you can try to get match up as much as you can. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a lot and it <laughs> kind of is, but and that's why it takes so long because you're there's so much strategy on like where to place your die and everything, but I I personally love it. I like the idea that it's a game about creating a character. And it sounds like a lot. Um, you also can fight um, monsters because it does come with. There is an expansion where you can fight monsters and get points for you know killing monsters and stuff like that too. Which um, Mike likes the game, but he actually likes the expansion more because it adds like another thing that you can do mm-hmm. f- for fighting monsters instead of just trying to create your character. Mm-hmm. But I I just I fully enjoy it. It it does take longer, so you definitely want to play with people who are okay with sitting at the table for a while. Yeah. But there's I don't know. I just I really like you know the the dice and getting to do like the different abilities and trying to strategize on where your dice go and there's some like luck to it, there's some strategy to it. Um, in the market, how that works is um, dice will be placed on the cards in the market, and like on your turn, you can decide like which card to take because you'll get like the dice that's on that card. Mm-hmm. But that will also determine like who goes first in the market. So say you really want like this six that's over here, that probably means you're going to go last in the market. Where if you take the one. You might go first, but maybe you don't really okay. need it. So, yeah. So it's like the dice get right arranged from like lowest to highest. So if you're really wanting that high card, you're just going to have to accept the fact that you're not going to go first in the market. Yeah. In the market phase. So it's it's kind of like 
do I really want this dye or do I really want to go to the market first kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it could throw your strategy a little bit as far as that goes. And then um, in the market, there's, like I said, traits that can um, help you. And then there's items that can help boost you. And then there's also armor, which... Um, you can get armor sets, and the more you have in a set, the more points they're worth at the end of the game. So, like, all leather or all chainmail or something like that. And then there's cards that are based off of your class. So you, if you're a cleric, you're going to want to get the cleric items because you're going to get more points at the end of the game because they're worth more for you than they would be for somebody else. Kind of thing. So there's... There's a lot going on in the game. There's a um, a lot of things to consider. There's um, different elements that you're trying to match up. And in the end, it's just whoever has the most points wins. So it's, it's, it's very, I would say it's kind of a heavier game. But if you're wanting something that's fun and creative and a little bit different than probably what you're used to seeing at the table and you really like dice games, I highly, highly, highly recommend role player. It's it's a lot of fun. I probably made it not sound fun, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> no, you you did, because it is just one of those games where there's just like a lot of different elements to it. That yeah, kind like, of all build know, together. The, the more I was talking about it, I'm like, hmm, I'm dra- dragging this on. It probably sounds really complicated. <laughs> but it's just, it's one of those things, like, when you see it and you've played a couple rounds, it goes, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier and it's not, it's not as hard as it sounds. But because there is a lot to do on your turn, it does take a while because then you're also having to do that times two times three times four yeah. like so that's that's where the time comes in is because there's just so much stuff to to think about and how to arrange your dice to get the most points at the end of the game so it's i i'd say it's pretty strategy heavy even though there is quite a bit of luck in it as yeah. well yeah just a heavier heavier game <laughs> yes Yes, definitely the heaviest one that we've talked about. <laughs> Today, yeah. Because, I mean, yes. you think of, of dice games, you don't think of super heavy, strategic sort of thing. You think of, like, oh, I... Or, I like, like, even super dice. thinky, because you're like, oh, you just chuck dice and yeah. you know, do a thing, and then you're done. Yeah. But this is, like, super, like... Oh my god, like, I gotta do this, but then there's this, and oh my mm-hmm. god, there's this. Like, I gotta make sure I get this one so I can do this, and... It's kind so of like... It's very thinky. Yeah, it's like the the other aspect of Yahtzee where you're trying to, like, fill in all of your slots with, you know, the best number possible sort of mm-hmm. thing. You're not just matching stuff. You want stuff to have the best possible outcome. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played that. We ought to play Cartographers, which I thoroughly enjoyed. So mm-hmm. I had a blast. Yeah, with I just it. <laughs> I just like their games because they're games about creating things. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not just like 
a game that was already created and so you just play it yeah just like you could almost use cartographers to make a map for an rpg and then you could play role player to make a character for an rpg like it's cre- it's a creative game about creating yeah and i love it it's such a cool little aspect of it it's really yeah. fun so yeah, role player. Role player. And that's all I got. <laughs> and that's all I've got. That's all we've got. There isn't any more. There's no more dice to roll. They've all been rolled. Sorry. JK. There's like a bajillion dice games. There there are there are a ton. I know I've I'm pretty sure I've talked about Elder Sign before and I call that one glorified mm. Yahtzee. But lots of Yahtzee like games. <laughs> yeah, there there really are. Just if you like Yahtzee, but just wish it was a little bit more of like a theme to it, or maybe a little mm-hmm. bit harder. Mm-hmm. Like these games are for you. Yes, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And as always, Sagrada is a dice game. <laughs> but I, I didn't I didn't talk about it because I've already mentioned it like a million times. But why not mention it one more time? No, because it's, it's Sagrada. It's like such a good game. I, I every time I see it, I go, I really should pick it up. I don't know why I haven't picked it up yet because I I enjoyed it very much. Yep. But I just wanted to throw that out there. That it, it's a dice game, and you should play it. <laughs> Let us know if there's a game that you've heard of or seen and want to try it out, but you want to know how it's played before you maybe buy it. And we'll talk about it. And we would we'll let you know. We'll let you know how it's played it. and, and if we recommend it to you or not. <laughs> if you If you like our recommendations. <laughs> yeah. If, if you, you value our opinions, <laughs> if let you, us make an opinion for you. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you hate a recommendation, if you're like, oh my gosh, all the games that they like are like the worst games ever. Why do they like well, them? Well, then, then. <laughs> let us know a game, and then whatever we decide, you can do the opposite. <laughs> if we like it, don't get it. If we don't like it, then buy it for sure. <laughs> there we go. Problem solved. Uh, <laughs> as always, you can um, find us on Facebook, uh, Uncontrollably Fine, or on Instagram or Twitter at Uncontrol Find. That'll be U N C T R L Fine. Or you should be able to search it just with Uncontrollably Fine. Um, we like to to do giveaways. Um, we're gonna start taking taking pictures of the games that we talk about, and kind of show them off and show how the pieces look. And because I know sometimes uh, us talking about a visual game is not, you know, very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, we recommend it, and you go look at it, and you're like, "This is not what I pictured at all." This is the all. world's ugliest game. 
except for Sagrada. It's always oh, beautiful. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful no game. No matter yeah. what. <laughs> um, yeah, so make sure you're following us on there. Um, you can tag us in things. We do see... We, we see everything. <laughs> um, or if you want to be more private, you can uh, message us on any of those. I believe all the messaging should be open and everything on there. But we love hearing from you guys. Uh, we did hear a request to play a game. So we're going to start planning for that. Uh, Got to figure out a good game to play for your ears. Or if you have a game you would like us to play and record it, let us know what yeah. game you would like to hear us play. Yeah, maybe you guys have a particular game you'd like to listen to. Sort of thing. Alright, so that'll do it for us today. Tune in in two weeks for our next episode. I'm Ricky. And she's Ashley. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.